Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you guys so much for joining us again. This is your host, Ayub Onuh, a.k.a. Big Bro Ayub. Uh, if you're a returning listener, thank you for joining us again. If this is your first time, uh, welcome. Um, this is episode three. Uh, episode one and two have uh, both been uploaded. And if you would like to go ahead and catch up on those before we talk, uh, before you listen on this, uh, be my guest, but certainly not a must. Uh, this episode today is going to be about confidence. Uh, last week's episode when I was talking about me versus me and some of the reasons why I hold myself back in a lot of things and not just me, but uh, a lot of people, I think the reasons why we hold ourselves back from reaching our potential or reaching the things that we need to do or reaching the places that we doing the things that we need to do is uncertainty. And when I, as soon as I said the word uncertainty, there was kind of like this 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 light bulb that came up and I kind of zoned out and talked about more about uncertainty and you know the lack or, or the abundance of it and the lack there of confidence. So I wanted to go ahead and be able to elaborate on confidence some more because I think it is a really big topic. Um, but before we get into that, this is of course our first episode of the second half of the year. I wanted to go ahead and do a little bit of reflection. Ask yourself this, I mean, over the last six months of the 2023 year, how do you feel? Are you satisfied with it? Are you happy, sad? Um, I know the months have just gone by as, as fast as possible because I don't, I can't even believe that we're already halfway through the year. And me personally, do I feel like I've done enough? I don't think so. Not at all. Um, I think that's just a nature in me that I don't believe that I've ever, that I will ever get to a point where I feel like I've done enough, uh, when it comes to growth, because it's, it's such a big, uh, a part of who I am. I mean, I definitely think I could definitely done, done better, but that is without, fail. That is where I have complete and utter confidence in myself that the second half of the year will be much better than the first because I've already been in a position where I've done that before. Now, this is an opportunity for all of us to be able to go ahead and look back at our New Year's goals uh, and for it to be a jump start into whatever we got or, or another jump start. Right? Just think of a vehicle. If the battery died, you jump start it boom is gone it's always the initial uh the initial start that's always holding uh all of us back and it just it all, all it needs is that so maybe look a, a, a look at your uh list of goals things that you've accomplished things you haven't accomplished and try to make a plan on how you're going to do better um, businesses always do a checkup on themselves every quarter um every three months so around march they'll do exactly what they did in you know from january to march um june they'll probably do the things that they've accomplished over from uh, March to June. How do we do? So now you have two more quarters, six more months, 180 days left in the new, until 2024. What are you going to do about that? Make a plan, execute. Hopefully that go ahead and that goes ahead and, and at least revives some of your uh, your wants, your needs, the things that you actually need to accomplish. Um, and if you are on par with the things that you've been doing, congratulations, congratulations. Let's go ahead and give you your flowers. You're doing an amazing job. Just please make sure that you stay the course. Uh, uh, please make sure that you stay the course uh, and know, you know, if you need to omit, edit, change uh, any of your goals, hey, maybe you're ahead of the curve. Go ahead and change it up. Uh, maybe you're behind a little bit. Mm, you know, you might need a new game plan. But uh, going into today's topic, like I said, confidence. Confidence is one of those big, big things that can either make or break you. Um, and that's not necessarily uh, to say that it is something that's innately coming from you. It could be your surroundings, it could be your environment, whatever the thing is. But we'll go ahead and talk about that. Uh, we'll go ahead and, and, and do a little bit of a deep dive from my personal view, view on what confidence is. 
Um, of course, a lot of the things that I'm doing and how I structure this, this podcast is I have the ideas in my head. I get on a work, uh, on, a, on, a, on a Word document, and I just jot down notes on the things that I want to talk about. And as I go in there, it's almost kind of like a skeletal system. And then as I go through uh, the, the podcast, I kind of zone out and I go ahead and go ahead and, and give you guys the examples and the things that I would like to talk about within that. But confidence is one of those things that I've lacked when I was a younger child or younger or younger person, right? It's something that I gained over the last few years. Um, and I think the number one thing that I, I can attribute all to my confidence comes from, uh, it comes from experiences. There was a point where I was a child or when I was a young guy, okay? Let's just say a young guy, not child necessarily. But when I was a young, when I was a young guy, um, I could easily say that I was probably a little cocky, but that was to mask all the insecurities. That was to mask all the lack thereof, the experiences that is needed to be confident. And I think we got to, I think I got to a point where I wouldn't lie to myself in order to make my, myself believe certain things were the way it is. It could be like basketball. It could be talking to girls. It could be, it, it would be anything. I would probably lie to myself in order to make myself better. But the moment I put myself in positions of uh, uncomfortable situations and I had to learn to navigate within those uncertain situations, uncomfortable situations, and just to to live within the awkwardness of whatever it is that I was supposed to learn within that given time, that's when I built my confidence. And a lot of the times we're never actually – given that experience for us to be able to go ahead and learn from our own mistakes and know exactly how we move and how we don't. My biggest opportunity um, for me to go ahead and build that confidence came from um, came from the experiences I've been put in, like I said, was the jobs that I've held over the last three years. Prior to that, I was working at the current job that I was at right now before I returned I wasn't in a position where I was a leader. So now going to be a manager for Amazon, it did not necessarily throw me off, but it put me in very uncomfortable situations. It put me in in, in very awkward positions. And I've grown within those awkward situations. I've grown. I've had to speak in front of hundreds of people. I've had to lead people. I've had to tell people exactly what to do and how to do certain things. One of those things that I've learned is that confidence is an aura. You have to, people can sense confidence. When girls are talking to a guy and the guy has confidence, they can sense it. Or they might say, oh, no, he's a little too cocky or whatever the thing is. But I think we can all agree, women especially, tell me if I'm lying. You talk to a guy, you sense this guy's confidence. So, oh, yeah, we'd like to have a guy with confidence. Great. Great. Now, being a leader is almost the same way. You have to influence people. You have to tell people what to do. And if you don't have that confidence, that it factor, it's sensed from you. Being a leader, you are almost always looked at. Every single action you take, every uh, every word that you say, it will always be dissected from the people that you 
lead or you are in charge of. Now, I give a lot of credit to my leadership qualities and to my building of self-confidence to the experiences that I've had at Amazon as a manager and my experiences as an operations manager at Target. Great experiences. And you can see exactly why those two companies are are growth-minded companies. And they put a lot of emphasis into leadership trainings, um, one-on-ones with your team, your subordinates, one-on-ones with the people that are higher up from you. And they cultivate that aspect of like, yo, you know, leadership, 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 leadership. And you can't be a leader without confidence. One of those things that I liked when I was a young child or young guy, excuse me, was my social, was my social capabilities. I was a weird kid, or at least I looked at myself as a weird kid. I'm not going to say that I was, let me retract. Um, I was, I looked at myself as awkward. I compared myself to a lot of people and, and their cliques and their groups and their friendships. And I always wondered like, hey, how come I, I'm not part of the cool crew? How come I'm not, you know, the person that's, hey, you, how you doing? Y'all come through, whatever, right? Um, I lack the confidence of knowing what to say at the right time to get the crowd going. And as I grown and as I became more of a people's person, my confidence grew. So it wasn't necessarily that I was the awkward kid. No, I looked at myself as the awkward, weird kid. I looked at myself as the guy that wasn't able to get the girls because simply I'm awkward. They don't like awkward people. They like that young guy right there, that 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 cool guy. And that cool guy, I don't know what I don't know what it factored that that cool guy had, but the more I think about it, I'm like that cool guy was just he was just vibing. He was just confident in himself. He was he was doing the things that made him comfortable and he was comfortable with the person that he was. I wasn't comfortable with the person that I was. So the lack there of confidence came from that. Now, that's just one aspect on how I looked at myself, confidence in like, oh, I didn't know how to talk to women or I don't know how to uh, maneuver around older people or how to get people to like me. There was that aspect of where my lack of confidence came from. Another would probably be basketball. If you're not necessarily a good basketball player, or let's just say you are a good basketball player, but you look at yourself as someone that is not good in basketball. I'm not going to say that I was good or bad. Right now, I completely believe that I am a good basketball player compared to who I was before. But when you're doing a comparison to other people, that mantra, that mindset of like, damn, I must be bad at basketball just continues to replay over and over and over in your head. And you're always wondering, man, I just want to get better. I just want to get better. I just want to get better because guess what? It goes back to uh, being part of the cool group. Maybe the cool group plays basketball. And you're like, man, I just want to get better in basketball, Uh, but I can't because so-and-so is better than me. So-and-so is better than me. They're being, he's being picked up. He's being picked up and I'm not there and I'm not being sought after. I'm not being said, hey, we'll pick him up. Where other people's decision making of, hey, I have a you, you get him, or you know, whatever the thing is, it builds that confidence. You don't have that. 
So you always result back to going to, damn, maybe I was, maybe I'm not that good in basketball. Maybe I'm not that good in basketball. Right now, completely, I believe, I'm, I know I'm not that good in basketball, right? But I know and believe that I can definitely easily get better. The things that help me get better in basketball is repetition. And as we go and talk about more about, um, 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 I mean, excuse me, let me go back to, uh, let me go back to exactly what I said. I know I'm not good in basketball because of the simple fact that I look at other people, compare myself to them, and I say, hey, damn, yeah, I'm not good in basketball. But if I look at myself right now and I compare myself to who I was three, four, five, six, seven, eight years ago, or compare myself to when I had these awkward moments 10, 12, 14, 15 years ago, I'm a great basketball player because the confidence is there now for myself. I know that I'm a good basketball player, but because, but how do I know that? But how do I know that? It's because I've already been in hundreds of basketball games, hundreds of uh, shots that I've made, hundreds of layups that I made, hundreds of threes that I probably hit, and on the opposite end, hundreds of threes that I missed, hundreds of layups that I missed, hundreds of game winners that was made on me, whatever the thing is, but then. Those things don't deter me away from my confidence as it would have when I was younger. Now, those are just a few examples on my personal life when it comes to confidence. But you can take this on anything in life, right? What, what, what are the things that build your confidence and what are the things that fuel your lack of confidence? And I think I want to make a, a whole strong uh, podcast about this aspect of like what you believe in yourself, inshallah, is because we have this belief. And because we have this belief, we have this emotion that rides along with that belief. What we think of ourselves becomes reality. Now, is it true that I was a bad basketball player? Is it true that I was an awkward kid when I was young and I never really got... The, 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 the cute girl that I've always liked? Probably yes, probably no. But to me, because it's my belief, it becomes fact. It becomes truth. It becomes my reality. Now, we need to be able to go ahead and be in a position where we stop the negative thoughts of ourselves. We keep talking about confidence and my experiences with confidence, right? And I was just two small experiences with confidence. But I don't think we explained or defined what confidence is. So now these four definitions that I'm going to give are definitions that I just got from Google. And they're just the definitions. And each of those, conf- each of those definitions come with their own examples or whatnot. But I just want to give you a better example of or a better outlook on, you know, what confidence is. Now, the first definition is the feeling or belief that one can rely on someone or something. You can rely on your car to take you from A to B, because guess what? Car works. You have a belief in it. The second definition is the state of feeling certain about the, uh, certain about the truth of something. Goes back to your belief. The truth of something. I believe, I'm a Muslim, I'm a devout Muslim. I believe Islam is the truth. 
that feeling of Islam. I am confident in Islam being the one and true religion. Now, second, the third definition, excuse me, is a feeling of self-assurance arising from one's appreciation of one's own ability or qualities. Now, let's go back to the definition of basketball because I think that's one of those things that I very much am comfortable with right now. Because I've played basketball, because I've, you know, many times I've crossed, I've passed, I've made a layup. The only thing I've never done was dunk a basketball. I'm very confident. I'm very self-assured in my own abilities. I, I'm, I'm appreciative. If we're going to use the same words as this definition, I'm appreciative of my own abilities to accomplish said goals or whatever qualities that I do have. Now, I am confident now in being able to talk to women because guess what? I've been in so many talking stages, right? It's just, it's, it's one of those things that you get better as you go, right? Um, it might look like, or it might sound like, hey, you know, a talking stage might necessarily, might necessarily not be the best example, but you got to understand, this is one of those things that I like as a social person, right? Let's, let's look at it a different way. Talking stages, yeah, talking stages, you get better, you, you talk to girls, your confidence get better. You know how to, you know, the jokes to say, you know, you know how to say it. Let's look at another thing. My social uh, incapabilities or the belief that I had like an awkward aura around me, just even around guys in general. Like, was I part of the cool group? No. But then guess what, though? At my age of 29 currently, I can confidently say that I can go to any situation in any situ in any any position of life where if i have the 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 similar language that i can speak to another person we can have a great conversation i'm not awkward no more you know one of the best examples of that is the aspect that i am able to hold this podcast by myself to showcase that i am not that awkward kid no more to showcase that I have very much, so much confidence in my social capabilities that I am willing to look at a wall and talk to myself. I have a microphone in front of me. Who's around me? Nobody. I'm talking to dead air right now, knowing that I'm getting recorded. But I'm confident knowing that the person that I am right now can definitely, uh, can definitely bring about a sort of knowledge, sort of ambiance, sort of aura from my microphone to whatever equipment that you're using to listen to me on. I'm confident in that you'll enjoy it. Let's get that out of the way. Now, the fourth definition, I think this is the one definition that does not necessarily have any um it's, it's still a definition but it doesn't necessarily have any uh, um, addition to my conversation currently but we'll go ahead and give you an example of um the fourth definition is a secret or private matter told to someone under the condition of trust or the telling of matters or secret of mutual trust um matter of fact i'll take that back this is actually a big definition because later on in in in, in, in at the end of the uh the the, the the podcast i'll explain to you why now all these Definitions come from an understanding that you have some sort of experience in whatever it is that you're doing or an experience 
uh, of trust that you have with a person or industry or circle, right? You know, two plus two equals four, because guess what? It's been said over and over and over and over again, right? It's, it, 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 it makes sense, right? Two plus two equals four. You're not, somebody's not going to come up to you and say two plus two equals five. There's no way that that, that will ever happen. Now, I want us to get it to a point where we look at confidence and how we can apply it to our everyday life. Now, there is a definition that um, I saw this guy, um, Bedros Kulian, um, one of those alpha male guys, but he has a really great podcast. And I'm not going to lie, I very thoroughly enjoy his podcast. Um, I don't listen to it all like that, but I do listen to some of those uh, uh, clips that he has. Um, and certain different, you know, his 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 role mantra is just to 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 increase masculinity, to increase being a better man, a better father, but whatever it is, right? And if you have a problem with what I just said, masculinity, this is going to be a conversation for another time. But um, he just tries to increase what it means to be a better man be a better father and all that good stuff. And I like his message. One of those things that he said was, and was confidence comes from doing, right? And the emphasis is on doing the things over and over and over and over again. I think we talked about it last week when we were talking about habits. Your confidence increases when you go ahead and do things over and over and over again. Uh, I think there was a saying somewhere out there, um, an amateur practices until he can do everything right. Right, that's an amateur, but a professional practices until he can't do anything wrong. So, an amateur in basketball would be, Oh, yeah, he made the basketball, yes, he practiced up until he got that basketball right. But a professional practices until he can never do that shit wrong. Excuse me for my French. Same thing goes for dating. You, like I said earlier, the talking stages you date someone, you talk to them, you take them out, you buy them flowers. You know, all of that comes from that fact that you've done it before and over and over and over again. But the thing you got to understand that in along all those moments of you doing those things, there came mistakes and you learn from those mistakes. And it goes back to being a professional until you can't do things wrong. A big factor that I want to I want to I want to touch up on is job hunting. Because it's such a big thing nowadays, um, and you know, people graduate and they don't have a job that's lined up. Like my problem when I first graduated, I didn't have a job lined up. I had to look for a job. And the concept of confidence and how it relates to getting the dream job or, or the confidence that comes with the job interview process. And I want you guys to understand what I'm saying. I'm very big on reading autobiographies, uh, books that people wrote of themselves. And the number one biographies that I like to read is on actors because I have this belief in myself that I'm a great actor. Do I have the confidence for it? Me saying that I believe I'm a great actor shows you that I do have the confidence for it. But let's be real. I've only acted maybe a a handful of times, maybe two, three times. And in those actings, I don't have that much experience under my belt for me to be able to say that I'm good. I'm a good actor. I, I'm, I, I can't say that. But I do believe that I have that skill. 
and where I'm taking this is when I read autobiographies of actors, they always talk about um, they always talk about how they jump from job to job. They're always searching for their next gig. They have agents that help them look for next gig. Matthew McConaughey book is a really good book. Um, Brian Cranston is a really good book. Those are the two that I come to my head right now currently. But they always talk about how, uh, and the office ladies, of course, they talk about how they have to go from job interview to job interview. And it's not necessarily a job interview, but it was more like a, an audition. And in those auditions, they have to portray somebody. They have to act and identify as somebody. They have to show the confidence in that. Now, when it comes to job hunting or looking for a job, you almost have to play and act a certain role in order for you to be able to go ahead and get that job. Because sometimes a lot of the decisions are made from confidence, the aura that is protruding from you. And if you're not careful, you can be the most qualified person. But if you don't show a, a sort of confidence in your abilities, in your experience, in your resume, in the things that you've learned, you might not get that job. Let me look at another example here. This past week, uh, the Miami Heat just moved on to the Eastern Conference Finals. Now, it was a very funny Eastern Conference Finals because Miami Heat won the first three games. And Boston won the next three games. And then game seven was being played at Boston's house. So what happens is the first two games is played at Boston's home court. So they have home court advantage. The next two games is played at Miami. They have home court advantage. And the next one, 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 each they go back and forth between Miami and Boston. Now, reason why I brought that up, because Miami won the first two games and granted Boston had home court advantage, Miami one at their house two times already. All right. And they came back home to Miami. They won the first one and they left. They, they, they won the first home court game and they lost the second home court game. And then they, the Miami or the Boston went on a, on a quick run. Um, game six, after game six, devastating loss by the Miami Heat. When they were going back to Boston, Miami bought tickets to Denver saying that, hey, we are not losing game six. And you got to understand, you're going back to Boston. They have home court advantage. Not only do they have home court advantage, they also have uh, momentum on their side because they won three straight games. What do you think happened? Miami won. And they continued to go on to the Eastern Conference Finals. Why did they purchase tickets? when they were going back to Boston because they've already done that. They've already beat Boston twice already in their own home. They've already beat Boston already in their own home. And there were confidence from that. So to conclude, ladies and gentlemen, confidence comes from experience. Confidence comes from doing. Confidence comes from the fact that you need to be able to do things over and over and over again for you to be able to accomplish things. Now I am going to do, I'm going to leave you guys one last thing. It's a TikTok that I made over a year ago and I would like for you guys to listen. Let me know your thoughts and then we'll go ahead and end it uh, since we only got about 
uh, a few, a couple minutes left. Now, as 2022 is falling upon us here, a lot of people are talking about personal development. Well, at least thinking about it, right? That's the that's the New Year's thing, right? New Year, new me. But it can't be New Year, new you with the same old habits. So I just wanted to give my little two cents on self-development improvement. Um, when it comes to holding yourself accountable or accountability, a lot of people don't have the the exact blueprint on how that looks like, right? I'm not claiming that I do, but in my 28 years of life, I learned a little, and I'd like to go ahead and share it with you guys. So here's me sharing a little bit of knowledge and maybe how you can navigate your life to a better direction. Say you have a friend that promised you something, right? The important part is the actual promise, right? And they've never come through with that promise. And say that they've done that one, two, three, four, five. They've done it multiple times. Soon you start to lose respect, confidence, and trust in that person to the point where you're like, yo, the next time this person says, yo, I'm going to do this for you, you know it's not going to happen because this person has failed you so many times. The same concept goes for yourself. You write a list of goals that you want to accomplish here in 2022 or before 2021, and you never got to accomplish some of those goals, or you never even got to accomplish any of them. Now, that's the same person that you said, you know, those goals are basically the promises that you said that you're going to set for yourself, and you've never accomplished those. That way, you lost self-respect. You've lost trust in yourself, and you've lost confidence in yourself. All of that really fucks up the psyche of a person when they're trying to develop and become better people, right? If you don't trust in yourself, that means you don't have confidence in yourself. And that's the big key concept right here, right? It's a lot that goes on when you say you're going to do something and you don't do it. Now, for the for 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 purposes of just this video right now, I want to go ahead and give you guys maybe a quick tip. Promise yourself little things that you're going to do, right? And stop fucking procrastinating throughout the day, right? Those small little things that you do, they become momentous. And those habits of you promising yourself something and accomplishing some sort of small goal, whatever it is, becomes big at the end. Grow. And and, and also the same way when it comes to bad habits. Stay away from them because it's momentous as well. Anyways, happy 2022. See you guys on the other side. Thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, that is a message from myself to myself and to the world uh, when I recorded that back in the New Year's of 2022 as it was falling upon us. And a few things from that video that I want to go ahead and touch up on is the aspect of doing little things. Um, I'm a very big promote, promote, proponent or I'm, a, I'm in favor of... Uh, you know, starting small and then letting momentum guide you at the same time. But I look at it from a different point of view. Um, it's one of those things that you, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a confidence builder. If just like, the, just the, like the analogy of the jump start, you promise yourself little things. You, you know, you say, you know what, I'm going to get up. I'm going to, let's say you're having a bad day. You say, you know what, I'm going to do the things that I, I know I can't do. I'm going to get up, brush my teeth. Make wudu, pray to Rakasuna, and start my day. Those are what two, three things that you promise yourself that you're gonna do. And as you do those two or three things, 
you build momentum. And you go and you say, you know, I'm going to do another two, three things. You know what? I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to make my bed. I'm going to put on new clothes and I'm going to see if I can make breakfast. Now, the, now the, 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 the thing that I'm trying to emphasize here is this, is you promise yourself something and you did the thing that you promised yourself, another momentum, and you continue to do that. And then what happens is the bigger and scarier things that you have in life start to seem a little easier. They seem to be a little bit simpler because of the simple fact that you've created that confidence in yourself. You've built a rapport with yourself. You said you're going to do something and you do it. You know where I'm going with this? Now, there is a book that I've read a while back. It's called Eat That Frog. Eat That Frog is a book on the 21 ways to beat procrastination. I think a lot of us have that problem as well. I know I do. Um, and one of those things that he emphasized was there is no bigger, harder thing to do, the analogy's sake, than eating a frog, eating a live frog. What is harder than eating a live frog? Now, the example and where he wants to take this is if you start your day doing the hard things first, if you start your day doing the harder things first, the hardest things, not even harder, you will have a much better situation than actually spending and exerting energy on doing little things that need to be done and then going after the big thing. Now, everybody is different. But this is where I leave an open-ended question. And hopefully we can have this conversation and continue this conversation. What do you think? Should you do the small little things first and get momentum? Like are you like me, like I would? Or would you start with the hard things? Like you would also do. I go in between both. Some days I'm like, you know what? Let me do the small things, get momentum, and go. Some days I'm on 10 and I do the hard thing first. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you guys so much for writing with us again on this episode. I truly appreciate your uh, attendance or your um, your confidence in me and uh, in, in, in this podcast, Big Bros Podcast. And I hope this is uh, something that you look at it within your own life. You apply it, um, learn from me. Um, I truly appreciate if you've reached this far. I uh, thank you for writing with us for the last 30 some minutes. Um, please let me know. We will get the Twitter going again, Big Bros Podcast um, on Instagram and on Twitter. Uh, Big Bro Youb on TikTok and Big Bro Youb on Instagram as well as my per, as my personal uh, Instagram handles. Uh, thank you so much for having us and let us know. We'll see you guys in the next episode. Thank you.